Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast. It's your boy Dave. Here again with Adam. I don't know why I'm yelling. We're here. Calm down. We might be breathing a little heavy. I got a little cough cough. He's got a cough cough. No, it's not from what you think. So grow up. All right. That's exactly what Drugs are for losers. Drug free America. Let's go. Regardless, we're here. The Bills just beat the Jets. They are 4-2 and in the AFC East. Ow, ow. Hot shit, hot shit. Going down, down, bait. I hate that Knock song, so I ain't even going to 2002 on you. But we got a little word from our boy, Leotis McCalvin. Say it again, you definitely ain't for the beat me again on it. I don't know about it, you know, me having a fucking tough year. Or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I'm a baller. I mean, I'm, I don't care what nobody say. I'm a baller, that's what I do. Because past couple years, I feel like I, I produce more than any other corner or anything on this league, on this, on this defense, so... And right there, that's our boy Leotis McCalvin. Leo's always pumped on football. Oh, yeah. I like hearing from him, man. Anything he says is just gold. It, it, it's honestly pretty funny. You know, when he talks about, he's just like so confident in himself. Why are you <laughs> looking at me? This is bad rate. You, you're moving like you're going to say something. Anyways, so I guess I'll just carry on. So, he looks like he's, like, so into it. You know what I mean? He He's so hard on himself, I think that's why he messes up. That maybe. Might be. He's, I think he's in his head a lot. Remember the one game he fumbled the punt? Yeah. Or, or I, a kick return? Yeah, we remember. Yeah, that was just crazy. I was like, man, Leo... What the hell are you doing here? Yeah, no, you're right. You know you know he was in the mirror the night before, like, I can't screw this up. I can't screw this up. Right. And keep in mind, when he screwed up against the Patriots his rookie season, some people sprayed some pretty mean shit across his lawn. And Well, it was it was a dick. Maybe that's mean. Maybe that's not. Some I, I thought like I heard it. racial terms, too, though. Oh, well, I just, I just knew. I definitely remember seeing hold on to the dick. Or hold on to the dick, sorry. Hold on, <laughs> hold on to the ball. Hold on to the ball or something I thought. I, a little Freudian slip there, bud? Yes. Regardless, the, the kid it, it always seems to be trying his ass off. And I swear, when he came back at corner, filling the void there when, when you know, Gilmore's out, I feel like it's been a thing with him where – he was looking like the classic Leotis McCalvin, the one that's tight like glue but can't make a play on the ball. I think that it, sometimes it takes a, a little bit for guys to shake the rust off, frankly. And this last game, the kid stepped up. He talked a lot of shit after the game like you heard, but he backed it up. He had a couple pass deflections, an interception. Yeah, he had he had a couple uh, couple plays he struggled on too, but... You know, he he changed the course of the game with that interception. I mean, how fired up did that defense get after that? 
it was incredible. Yeah, I'm. I mean, they they just picked Ryan Fitzpatrick apart. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Following that, there's a little cough cough there. Warned you about it. I told you. You know, and I don't mean to pick on the guy, but you know, and be like, "Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick unraveled in the fourth quarter." But man, Ryan Fitzpatrick unraveled in the fourth quarter yesterday. He really did. He really did. At the same time, if uh, Mario Butler doesn't make that, you know, who knows why that kid was wide? If you guys know what I'm talking about, Kemble Tompkins was wide open. Somehow he was wide open up the sideline. And Mario Butler makes that nice play and, and gets his head on the ball. And, I mean, yeah, honestly, like, I don't even know if I'd go as far as to say nice play. Lucky. It it worked. It, it was definitely lucky. He spun his back at him and just happened to jar it loose. At the same time. Um, but he was way out of position on that as it, as it you know, yeah, developed. Yeah. When that when that ball was thrown and and you see the ball hit his hands are like, oh no, oh no, no, Fitz ain't doing this to us. Fitz is not gonna do this to us. And frankly, you got a lot of these. You know, Ronald Darby ended up sitting out some of that game too because he was just not feeling good and he was coming in hobbled regardless. You know and. You got to give credit to all the guys that were hurt. They won a meaningful game. They came together and they won a meaningful game. Was it a perfect game? No, not at all. But the defense came together. The offense came together. And it's not as many points as we would have liked. It would have been 23 if Dan didn't miss the the extra point. But keep in mind, even though there was an extra point made from that area, perfectly fine from the Jets later on in the game, that is the same side of the field where there was like a 20-yard punt from the Jets punter. And the ball just went up and, and sideways. And it was ironic because you're looking at the flags at the top of the stadium and they're going apeshit. Oh, and then yeah, you're looking at the flags yesterday. on top of... Now, we I didn't make it to the game. I had a little van issue. Didn't want to turn a... a a day into another 400-hour nightmare of towing, etc. So I missed it, but watching on TV, they're showing, you know, the poles of the field goal posts are barely moving. They're kind of like kicking around a little bit. So I don't want to give Dan C. a pass, but I always do. So I'm going to stay on that road. What's your thoughts on the on the extra point while we're on it? Because you always talk about it. I'm all right. I'm all right this time. Okay. He cracked himself in the face with his own helmet. I'll, I'll let it slide. And you know what's great? And I, I did see some speculation that, again, maybe that hold wasn't perfect. Really? I yeah. didn't see that at all. Yeah, at I caught all. that I caught that on Twitter late last night. Okay. That uh, somebody was watching it, and it looked like it looked like the, that uh, the tip of the ball was actually pointing pointing backwards a little bit. <coughs> Excuse you me. You all right, buddy? dying over here bud but if you if you go down back on the defensive side of the ball they came up with some good stops mario williams got a sack and i gotta be honest watching him in the first quarter i'm like is he even trying and then he got a sack i'll be that quarter so 
Um, and then you got ESPN coming on after the game saying that he wants to stay in Buffalo. What? No you way. See, you didn't catch that? No, not at all. Oh, yeah, ESPN. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know how serious that is. I don't know if that's his agent being like, "Hey man, like do do better in the in the public." Right. Well, here's something to run by you though. Is cuz I totally fact-checked this, so I'm going to go, "Oh yeah, the source said." I don't know shit. Uh, you know, if you expect facts, turn this off. Go somewhere else. No, just kidding. But word is Rex went to the to the defensive players a couple games ago and said, hey, what do you like? What don't you like? And let's work on this. You know, if there's a play they don't like, then then go for it. What more would you want from a coach, you know? Right. That's, that's great. That's yeah, fantastic. And, and, and there's going to be guys out there, yeah, though, that's what they should be doing. Yeah, you think that. But how many jobs have you had where somebody's like, no, you just do what you're told and shut up. No one asks your opinion. You're here. We're paying you. Do your job. Go away. And leave us alone. Okay? You do what you're told. And <laughs> that sounds familiar. Every job ever. Pretty much. Yeah, like, oh, you're the idiot. So, you know, there's a pecking order and there's seniority. And even though he's a dumbass... He is your boss, so he does know better. Regardless, I think it's nice that, you know, there's a big cue in there. I don't know if this Mario Williams thing is one out of proportion. We covered it last time, but when you're going to the players with the playbook, that's really sweet for one. That's brownie points. They're not with, you know, if you're really actually taking into consideration what you're doing and implying it and implementing it and, and implying and you're implementing it into your system, your game plan, for these guys, what they want to play, they're going to want to do it. And and what's nice is Rex is like, yeah, we laid it out in front of them. Here's the positives of doing this. Here's the negatives. What do you guys want to do? And for us, we speculate on the Mario William things pretty hard. We had our first video podcast, if you haven't checked it out, we're in our, ro- in our robes in our studio. And that's up on YouTube, numbillsfan.com too. What we discovered is, after that sack that Mario Williams had, the whole a lot of the defense was so psyched, you know. And I feel like if the guy was really hated on the team, he wouldn't have the team, the teammates really coming up to him and congratulating him and saying like, "Oh, good job," you know. There wouldn't be that camaraderie there. Well, there's definitely some sort of frustration there somewhere, but you know, I bet. I bet it's just another situation of someone someone shining their flashlight in the corner, basically. You know what I mean? I I bet you could find find a guy who's frustrated. You know, with with that many with that many personalities in the locker room, you could always find one guy who's gonna be like, "Oh, that guy over there." I don't really like I don't really like his game. I don't like the way he carries himself. He's got a bad attitude. He doesn't put in enough work. I'm sure you could find somebody in almost every locker room to say that about any given player. And the worst part is of all that is me, and I'm very guilty of it. Here I am talking shit on Mario, and this is why I don't want to ever really just take the flamethrower side of it and start tearing down players and coaches because you're not going to make friends. And, yeah, we're not 
doing his podcast to make friends, but not for nothing. I would like to give a fair assessment, an objective assessment on these guys. Because this team seems like it's in turmoil. And I think it's that way because of, obviously, the way the team's covered. And now with Twitter and Facebook and, and everything, fans can interject on various websites and start fires and build teams. Pretty much building little armies in this Bills fan base on what side they are. But I, I, I don't think it's – you have certain camps, like everything. But it's over the top with Bills fans and – you can't blame everything, and Mario Williams not doing good because of rocks, and you know they gotta listen to him. Look, it's a two-way street. But after seeing all all of his teammates congratulating him, giving him some that, like, hey man, that was awesome, that was sweet, whatever. Let's go team. That makes me say I wouldn't be shocked if Mario Williams does come back. Frankly, because he clearly gets along with the guys in the locker room, and but maybe not all of them, but. Also, the the cap hit is an issue. Is it, though, because it's already been planned, and if Mario Williams would have had a Pro Bowl career or would have went to the Pro Bowl, guess what? It, it's, it's it, they wouldn't have questioned it. But right, right. But if, he had a, he didn't even have, like, a, a down year, though. He had an abysmal year. And, I again, I don't, I don't want to shred the dude. I don't. Something's not clicking there, though. Here's the thing, though, is I think things are turning around because, which, you know what, again, this is coming from the guy who never, who thought that Carolina was not going to take Cam Newton number one because they drafted Jimmy Clausen the year before in the second round. This is me talking. So consider your source. And there's a whole hey, other a lot list. Of, a lot of people were wrong about Cam Newton. Right. Well, I thought he would just follow the bills because they had Clausen. But, again, Andrew Luck screwed up that draft by not coming out. Thanks, Andrew. But we got Tyrod now. Regardless, you got this guy who is a super talent. And frankly, yes, the reports are out there. He's good as gone. He is good as gone. Who are you going to replace him with? And with if things are that bad, which could be put out there by the Bills on purpose... Maybe the Bills, let's get conspiracy theory here. Maybe the Bills put that information out there. That way, oh, shit, where those smokes has got to be fire, right? No teams are going to want to pick them up, maybe. I, I, I'm sure they will. They'll pick up Manziel, which I'm sure somebody will. They're going to pick up Mario Williams, who was just in the Pro Bowl last year and has lived up to his contract until this year and we could say his first year, too. But, again, first year in the system, which the system under Juan Stash proved to suck. Regardless, even though this one, I guess, is a little bit pretty bad, too, in certain areas. Regardless, Mario Williams is a super talent. And all you're hearing now are reports of guys saying, hey, you know, we got to buy in. We, You know, Preston Brown saying it. Nikhil Roby saying it. Hey, we got to really, you know, the scheme, it's starting to come to us now. Now we're starting to get it. Who says that can't happen with Mario? Who says the Bills aren't angling this as well? That way he understands, I need to restructure if I want to stay here, and I got to buy in. There could be a restructure coming. The Bills if, haven't gone to him, at least publicly. There's not been anything publicly said about Mario Williams restructuring, and I like that because Jarius Bird gets that deal with the Saints. Next year he's restructuring because he was hurt or whatever mm-hmm. the hell it was. You know, they overpaid for him. 
regardless, in Whaley we trust, which speaking of, we'll have shirts coming up in a couple weeks waiting for the final designs to come back. Um, we're going to have some, some positive build why'd, stuff. Why'd you say final designs and then tap me? Oh, okay. I'll get right on that. We're going to have some shirt designs coming out, No, guys. that was, uh, I'm going to go from here, and I'll just, you know. Oh, like, oh. like, okay, really, you want to know? Here's the bullshit I'm going to spew about something we're going to make that I didn't tell you about, that I'm, we're finalizing designs in my head, okay? That's the reality of the situation here. But for fuck's sake, I'm making some goddamn positive Bill shirts. Screw everybody, all right? Which I guess all Bill shirts are kind of positive. They're 26 shirts, they do a nice job. They got some fun shirts. But frankly, we're going to have our In Wayway We Trust going on here, get some GM support, and also a little Rex Ryan shirt going on too. So I can't wait to have those printed up and put out there. Because frankly, I trust in Doug Whaley. The guy, two years as a GM, nine and seven, eight and eight. So pretty much two eight and eight years because that Patriots thing was garbage last season. They're playing backups. But. So played backups this week. Right. Wait, well, wait. Yeah. So Suckers. Suck. Pretty much. We're only. I'm in Whaley's corner. I'm in Rex's corner. I'm I'm willing to see what next year brings. And they ended that Jets game, frankly, on a positive note. Like, I can't wait to see what goes on. You know, now it sucks because playoffs are here. Now as Bills fans, we're bored. You know, you you got that free agency date circled on the calendar, which I don't even want to know yet, so don't even tell me. I don't even want to know where free agency starts because, frankly – I just we'll, want we'll to say have that that'll to look be another forward show. to. That'll be you know? another show. This team's going to fix it. I have pure confidence that this year is a good year to build on the systems, and, and the defensive players are buying into it now. And if you don't believe that, look at the roster. They trotted out there on the field against a team that on paper is a playoff team, but we know that the Jets had, frankly, an easy last-place schedule, and they got a lot of breaks, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, we went out there, and we shut down an offense that's got two receivers that had 1,000-yard seasons without our top two cornerbacks, mind you. Like, we shut that down. We stopped that. Three interceptions in the fourth quarter. And I just got to take my hat off to to my man, Manny Lawson. What a play that was. Manny Lawson is so aware. It's it's kind of ironic with this Mario situation going on. It's like Manny Lawson is peaking, and Mario Williams seems to not give a shit in some people's eyes. You know what I mean? That's some of the, the smoke, you know? And it's kind of ironic because they were both on the same defensive line in college, same draft year. Mario Williams was obviously a number one pick. But, man, Manny Lawson is everywhere. He had that little cheap shot on Fitzpatrick, I thought, the helmet the helmet. I was like, come on, man. I wish he would have threw an arm out there. But, again, this is football. Yeah, Manny ain't no wussy boy. Fitzpatrick went 16 for 37, 181 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. And Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker each had a touchdown. The, the You know, they ran for 
a good amount of yards on the Bills. You know, Chris Ivory had six carries for 81 yards. That kid is so tough. He he runs really hard. Yeah. Yeah, I really respect that dude's game as much as I hate the Jets. Right. Right. But I thought that um, I did not think Tyrod Taylor would do as much running as he did because I know Muhammad Wilkerson. Oh, he looked like a boss out there, though. Uh, Muhammad Wilkerson had his number last game, though. Oh, yeah, big time. And it looks like Tyrod worked on something between because he, he hit him, but I don't think he did anything damaging to him at all. I don't think he sacked him. And But, man, last the, the first Thursday night game against the Jets, Mo was everywhere, just everywhere. He had his – it's amazing how athletic these big guys are. But Tyrod Taylor – 18 attempts, or 28 attempts, 18 completions, 182 yards. Not a, I mean, you know, that's not a huge day passing. But he's always good for yards on the ground. He had the rushing touchdown, so. Yeah, 10 carries for 51. And and it's nothing to sneeze at, man. I got to say, though, how, you know, Carlos Williams went out. The the running game took a nosedive. Carlos Williams was averaging six y- or uh, four yards a carry, and then Gilsey went out there. Rex calls him touchdown Mike. Which oh by the way, uh, Gilsey I believe has a contract extension too. Oh really? Yes. So that's pretty sweet. Along with Colton Schmidt, and um, yeah, uh, Colton Schmidt closed the season with the uh, highest. Average net punt yards in in franchise history, really forty one point six. Wow! So the official press nice release, work, Schmitty. Good job, man. The, the official press release is Mario Butler, Mike Gilsley, Greg Salas, the wide receiver, and the punter Colton Schmidt have signed contract extensions with the team in accordance with team policy. Hey, that Greg the, Salas kid had some nice catches too, man. Yeah, he really did. And, I mean, it's one of those situations where the dude runs out on the field and you're like, wait, who? Oh, he caught it, you know. Who's 17? I couldn't believe it. Yeah, no, I was I was all thrown off. I was like, hey, there's a 17 out there. There's a 19. I was like, Mike Williams? I wish, man. I like that guy. I know, but there's something about him. There's got to be something there. We should interview that guy. I wish we could get him on here, man. But Leotis McCalvin stepped up. I thought that the defense overall, I mean, it's been primarily a defensive show 22 minutes in, so switch sides of the balls more. But, um, you know, defensively, I thought the team played solid. Offensively, I, I still think they left some points on the board. If you look at the final score, 22 points, it's kind of hard to do that with only 22. I'd love to see another four, five, six points, at least 27, you know, get to 27, so five points. But – the Bills seem to be in control for a lot of this game. and Oh, yeah. I mean, they crushed on time of possession. Right. 39, 39 and change to 19 and change. Yeah. they Dominance. Seriously. It, it was and, – and the thing is, is having Tyrod Taylor is great because he extends plays and you're not getting that with an Alex Smith. Necessary. Actually, you could say that now, Dale Smith. You're not getting that more with a, a guy who just stands around, like a, a castle, obviously, if we would have had him, or a guy, EJ, Oof. who I think is just too late. And 
I'm so thankful that the scouting staff and Rex Ryan and whoever the hell recognized Tyrod Taylor and get him in here because he seems smart. And to all the critics out there saying that, oh, he doesn't throw down the middle of the field, guess what? Those are the easier throws to make than the outs to the sidelines. And this game, he didn't no, necessarily not- just throw bomb to bomb to bomb. He actually, they tore up Revis Island with Sammy Watkins. Tore it up. There is no island. The island is sunk. Oh, man, he had... <laughs> 11 receptions. I don't know if he sunk the island, but he definitely pissed on the beach. Dude, he made... Never mind. I, I'm not going to ruin this podcast. Sammy Watkins, 11 receptions, 136 yards. That ain't nothing to sneeze at, dude. That's a 12... Almost a 12 and a half average. 12.4. He had a lot of targets. He had 15 targets. Sammy Watkins had 15 targets, and the whole rest of the team had 13 altogether. And you know what? I don't care. I like that. Know that it's going to Sammy. You know what? I I saw this on Twitter earlier, and I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out Ty Dunn again for for bringing it up. Since Sammy said that stuff in the media earlier this year, in the in the nine games following that, he's averaged 100 yards a game. He's averaged a touchdown every week. Sammy, we know you're listening, dude. We don't give a flying fuck what the Bills gave up for you. We truly don't. A lot of Bills fans do. I, the, I'm glad you're here, dog. The way I look at it is you've looked at this team for years with a depleted goddamn roster and holes and holes everywhere. You could go anywhere in the draft, okay? What are the odds for one? Not being negative, but it's the truth that you're going to nail that pick. I think with Whaley, we're going to nail the pick regardless, okay? But right. what are the odds of that? Everyone wants to say, oh, we could have got Odell Beckham. Okay, you know what? Who says he would have thrown in the ball? Maybe maybe we could have. Or we could have got Mike Evans, and I wouldn't like that as much. Or maybe we could have gotten Kelvin Benjamin, and he would have still gotten hurt and missed the whole season. You don't know. And frankly, at that time. And I don't know either. At that time, when they traded a pick for him, an extra first-round pick, when they traded a pick for him, I thought, for one, I was pissed. I was like, who's throwing this guy the ball? But most importantly, most importantly, I looked at it like, you know what? This is something they haven't had. What's the last guy you would say was like that? Terrell Owens, not in his prime? Mm, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even categorize him in that. <laughs> I mean, I would go with Eric Molds, obviously, and at the same time, if you maybe want Lee Evans. No, I don't know. I mean, you, I, I like I like Lee Evans, but Sammy Watkins is such a. But thick, Watkins he's is such better. a thick kid. He's like a. He, he, he just. You're not getting him down. He, he he's a monster. He's just a monster, and he has vision. He has, and if you don't think he has vision, just put on college. Anything, any college place, just put on Sammy Watkins college tape. If you don't have, if you don't have vision, you don't do good in the screen game. That's that's flat out. So you know when the kid gets the ball, he can get yard after catch, and that's what was the most interesting thing about this game. Oh, it's so sad when he when he uh, let that screen pass get get away. I was so excited that they were running that. Yeah, I wanted to see it. I wanted to see it. But you want to know something? The kid's hands are nasty. And at the time that the Bills picked him up with those two first-rounders, 
there was not really many holes on the team at the time. I did not think that there were many holes on the team. Except for, obviously, quarterback, now that we know with E.J. Manuel. Right. But we were all saying, hey, the kid has only played 10 games. Let's see what he's got. And a second-year offense. And that's yeah, I wasn't ready to was. give up. I wasn't ready to give up on the That kids. said, I still think they sh- I would have been fine if they would have grabbed Teddy Bridgewater. I thought they were nuts to say that we are not looking at quarterbacks. Regardless, Sammy Watkins is here, and he's playing like the pick they want him to. Now they're actually targeting him. And, oh, by the way, for all you people complaining, you know, he only had three receptions. Okay, yeah, he put up 109 yards or something, over 100 yards of three receptions, and you people are not you people, but some people cry about that. Well, to, to you naysayers, there you go. You got your 15 target game and 136 yards. Yeah, we like to 11 think. 11 receptions. We like to think those kind of people don't listen to this, but maybe you do. If Get your you head do, out of your ass and stop talking like that. If you do, just just feel free to use our takes. They're better than that. Not that they're great, but they're not bad. No, they're kind of like, our takes are kind of like a dumpster fire, Come, you know. All the time. What else? Did you- but you know what? A dumpster fire will keep you warm in the winter. Yeah, with enough shit takes too. You got a little insulation. You want to rub it on your body. You're sick. You know, if if, if you're into that, people are into different fetishes. If you have a fetish, whatever. We don't judge. We're here. We love you. Yeah, I mean, some people coach football, suck toes, whatever. It's all good. Feces baths in a dumpster to keep warm. Light it on. Regardless. Okay, the, the, we are way off course. Moving on. Yeah, what other segue words can I use? Regardless and other news. Um, that side. I love the that side. What else did you take from that game? For me, I, the most important thing overall was really the team played like a team. They had their ups and downs. And it seemed like defensively, the guys were playing the positions they should. Yes, there were still people lost on certain checks and Whatever the hell going on, but you they, want, I'm sorry, that's you want to know team. what I took? I almost feel like this was the coaching staff's way of being like, "Hey, look, you got questions about our system? Let us plug in some guys you've never seen before." I feel like it really cemented the fact that, like, hey, it can work, right? And people want to talk about injuries. It can work. Just do what you're told, and a big. A big deal with what these guys are saying is is it's such a complex defense that they have to really learn everything and get get everything to be second nature. And who knows? I've never been on an NFL team. I don't know how complex playbook A or B is. or I don't know any of that. But I do know as a human being, sometimes when you pour a shitload of information on them, you have to crawl before you can walk. And I feel that's kind of what happened because Rex seems like the kind of coach that's going to treat you like a man. Meaning, I'm not going to ride you. You show up, you do what you're told. I'm not going to be like your parent up your ass. Just do your due diligence. And it sounds like a lot of players, at first, maybe they didn't. Not, I, what do I know? From the tape of 16 games, it wasn't clicking as consistently as it should. I don't know why, but it could be many things. Maybe one of the things is maybe some people's hearts weren't in it. Maybe they didn't want to work on certain things. If I'm 
a guy that's good at rushing a passer, I would think I would want to round out my game. At the same time, if you paid me to rush the passer, I want to rush the passer. Right. Maybe I, I don't rather... want to work on new wrinkles of my game. Maybe I don't want to go through adversity again. In, in in this type of business, you want to defend. You want to defend your uh, your image. Your your uh, you know your specialty. You want you want to defend that. You want to make sure that you're still that guy. If you get released, you know. I mean, this is this is a guy's craft. This is Mario Williams' craft. I mean, I, I'm keep going to Mario because it's just very interesting. And he's the poster child of buying in for this team this year. You have to buy in. I mean, look at the offense. The offense bought in. The offense kicked serious ass this year with guys out. I mean, right, and it, I mean, there's there's weeks where that's not necessarily showing up, but as as a whole, taking the year in summary, absolutely. And if you don't think LaShawn McCoy makes a difference, you are off your rocker. <sighs> Clearly off your rocker. Kid is an animal. He is such a... He's just a pure playmaker. I'm so grateful that we have LaShawn McCoy. I'm very disappointed in the people who want it. I saw a hashtag the other day, get Kiko back, and it's like, why? Like, what do you want with Kiko Alonso? You're saying get Kiko back when we're not even to free agency, for one, and we're not even to... The draft, and you're telling me get Kiko back. What? What that tells me to that crowd is you're not fucking paying attention, okay? Is my head up all the Bill Sites ass? Well, yeah, I'm a little obsessed. Clearly, we do a podcast. We think for some reason Deacon and I decided to do this, and we thought that people would actually give a shit what we have to say, which, by the way... On numbillsfan.com, you can see our Twitter feed, our videos. Our latest video from last week will stay up there. But this will be, obviously, if you found it. But we didn't think people gave a shit. And if if you're saying get Kiko back, that tells me you didn't pay attention. You don't understand what LaShawn McCoy has done while he's been healthy. And I know that's the common thread. The thread is... Well, you know, he's hitting that age when running backs slow down and they get hurt. Well, guess what? What? The positive nope. side of injuries is we got to see the depth this year. That we dude, got to see that dude doesn't look like he's slowing down, though. Right. He looks, like he, he looks as sharp as he ever has. And I don't blame him for not playing this game. I am not going to risk a, a, a torn MCL or MCL with a tear in it, so whatever, however you want to say it. To, to play in a, in a, frankly, I don't want to say meaningless game, but I was not sure if this team would look like the team against the Dallas Cowboys. And we got to see a lot of depth play, if you want to go back to the game. We got to see a lot of depth play. And all I'm looking for this offseason is building, building. Obviously, you do every offseason. But I would like to see an education from Bills fans to Bills fans. I, I It's kind of been like our thing we've been harping on. We all got to be on the same team here. Does it mean you got to agree with every move? No, there is conversation. That's why sports are great. You don't agree with certain moves. But do yourself a little f- justice and, and, and find a couple different sources. Because if you're looking Complain at... Complain about the bad moves, not the good moves. Okay, think about this. What is the narrative? I threw it up there on Twitter. Right after Fitz threw his last interception. Okay, cue up the articles. Let's go. Nonetheless, an hour later... 
What's the typical one from ESPN? Oh, Fitzpatrick had a chance of greatness and how he blew it. Well, no shit, he blew it. I mean, do you have to I'm just as guilty, in? though. I got I got on there and was like, oh, look, same old Fitz. That's well, you're, Fitz I remember. Well, you're a pile of shit because I said it, too. So, what do you know? Fitz in Buffalo, what do you know? Cue that article. That's what I said sarcastically, but it's true. Segway here. Regardless, back to my point, you have just these corny-ass articles, and all people read a lot of times are headlines, and you might be a headline person. That's fine. I truly don't give a fuck how you get your information, but if you want to have an opinion and you want to get in Twitter wars with people, and I sit back on the sidelines, and unfortunately I had to unfollow a lot of people because my Twitter line was just clogged with garbage. Jim Rome has a thing. Have a take, don't suck. That, All because that dude you unfollow with the, with the Kiko thing. I'm dying. I'm dying. It's so funny. You you sent me that screenshot. You're like, I had to unfollow this guy. And I don't mean any disrespect, dude. You got your reasons. With, and, and, and you could say it. Kiko played great in a similar system to what Rex has now. Look. Let's band together. This is going to be a great offseason. We're wrapping up this game right now. Those are pretty much all the thoughts I had. I appreciate the team stepping up. If there are any players or coaches or, or anybody you have any events coming up and you want to come on our podcast, the door is always open. We'll travel to you on your schedule and make it happen. And believe it or not, I I work a job where even if it's just me solo and D can get off work and, and come with me, I'm self-employed, so I can make it. We can make anything happen. If there's people you think we should have on, shoot us a tweet. Numb Bills fan is me. Numb Bills fan Adam D is. Oh, that's me. That's that, him. I knew that sounded familiar. But towards the end of the week, we're going to have a um, a season wrap-up. And it should be a fun one. We're, we're hoping to lock down this guest that, that used to write for the Bills for a long time. And, uh... Yeah, and I mean, well, look, not look, right for the Bills, but about the Bills. Look, and, look at this, and, and and just look at this off season. We got an opportunity to, you know, maybe get a few different people out here, get some different perspectives. Because I'm sure you're sick of me telling you that these guys are great. They need, they just need to be firing on all cylinders at the same time. Like I'm sure, I'm sure you you would rather hear someone else tell you that. I would love to get a different every group. once in a while. I don't know shit about X's and O's besides mana because I'm a dunce. All right? I connect dots. All right? So I don't mean to disappoint you. But who knows? This guy might have more insight than me. Actually, not who knows. I know he knows. So it should be a fun one. And maybe the things I... And we're going we're gonna to keep it rolling through the offseason. And here's what, here's what we'll always do. It, if we have a point that we're hammering down this season that you don't think <coughs> came to fruition... I can name like four or five, but I'm so perfect I got to think about it for a little bit. So send us an idea. What 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 bullshit did we spew out there that you don't like or that we were frankly wrong about? I would love to talk about it. And the most popular ones in our Twitter lines, we'll just talk. We'll, we'll make it a point to hit those topics. Obviously, the defense is the number one topic, but we'll dive all into that. That's it for now. Thank you for listening. Yeah. It's your boy Adam. Check us out at numbillsfan.com. Follow us on Twitter. Everything you need is right there. Numbillsfan.com. Do it up. I'm out. Peace.